Welcome to Island Sky Astro, a podcast that inspires the present day visionary to live their best life. Libra friends out there, we are going to be talking about the horoscope and all of the important things to pay attention to for your sun, moon or rising. Your rising is going to be the most accurate for you Libra. If you know that you're a Libra rising, then today's predictions with the transits are going to be the most accurate. But I want to just quickly introduce myself for everyone that is new. My name is Alan Sky. I do astrology and numerology and focus on forecasting on my channel. I hope that you like what it is that I have to offer here on this channel. And I hope that you subscribe because I would love for you to be a part of what it is that I'm doing and creating here and the entire fam that has been growing um, in the last couple of weeks. So thank you so much for being here. I want to dive right into what today's horoscope is going to cover. So we are going to be covering your numerology, the most important themes that come with that numerology. And then usually when we cover your numerology, one of the other things that is going to come up is basically what planets we need to pay attention to according to the numerology for this month. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to be covering Venus and I will explain why. We're going to cover Venus heavily because this is a relationship month for many of you. And then we're also going to be covering Jupiter and all other transits that will be most important that I believe that you should be paying attention to. Timestamps will be provided um, in the description box. You'll be able to kind of look or hover over um, the screen if you're here on YouTube. You'll be able to see the chapters so that you can kind of go back and forth and just kind of prepare for the month ahead to see what the energies are that are coming up for you. Let's dive right into your numerology, Libra. This is going to be a month with the numerology 33. That is what your numerology is, okay? 33 is a highly sensitive number. It is a number that brings us sensitivity to feel love at a deeper level. And this might sound a little bit, you know, like something you have heard a million times, but this is truly going to be a month of love for you. This is about unconditional love, really feeling it at a deeper level. That is what I'm seeing for many of you. How would you feel it at a deeper level? This month comes with an opportunity for you to see past expectations, whether that are whether that is an expectation that you're putting on yourself or somebody else. Um, this is going to be you basically being able to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and experience something that doesn't always come easily. Okay, sometimes we're so busy in our day to day, we don't usually stop and experience emotions or the story of somebody else. And for you, of course, this is easier than all of the other signs, but this month is going to be really focusing on this aspect quite a bit and it heightens this understanding and gives you sort of an emotional world at a deeper level. And what you're experiencing in somebody else is going to then give you a lot of new insight into how you have been in the last couple of years. And these themes will have to do with loyalty, with trust, intimacy, and ultimately forgiveness. Number 33 has to do with forgiving because there are expectations that we set that have to do with perfectionism or with a ideal at some level. 
that need to be moved out because they are outdated. There's nothing wrong with certain ideals because that is what gives us sometimes a vision of where we want certain energies to be in our life, whether that's with relationship, money, or anything, right? And so for you, this is going to be a time where you are diving deeper into what the contrasts are right now in your life and what you are to pay attention to, which is you just coming into a place where you're able to lean into certain relationships more and experience more as a result of it or experience something at a deeper level. It doesn't always have to be more, but it is at a deeper level, okay? So that's your numerology. Now, the numerology also that you're seeing here, 33, it is a master number and it sums up to six. Six is a Venus number. Six is a number that opens us up to receiving. It's a receptive mode, okay? There's many other things that come with the numerology six, but that's what we're looking at. Also number three, because it reduces down to three, it is a number, the threes that you see here, those are numbers that have to do with Jupiter. So we're going to be paying attention because Jupiter is making a big, bold move this month and we're going to cover where that is for you. So I want to know how this month is unfolding for you. Always leave, you know, a comment below here in, you know, comment section below if you are on the podcast version just hop onto YouTube, leave me a comment. I want to know. You can always follow me on Instagram too and just kind of DM me. Let me know how the messages are landing for this month and if they're helping you to kind of guide and navigate and make the most of it. That's why I'm here. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to be popping up the chart. Let me just make sure my chart is up. My chart is not even opened yet. Okay. I am, this week is catching up to me, you guys. I am definitely in a busy mode. And if you don't know yet, I'm a Libra rising. So I am talking here about myself too. <laughs> so this is not only a message for all my Libra friends, but for me too. <laughs> all right, you guys. So here's the chart. I'm going to go back. This is um, the chart for a mid month of um, April. Okay. And the reason why I have it uh, open for mid-month is because you kind of just get a idea of where the planets are at. And I want to just point out here what is happening. Okay. So I'm going to try to hover. Let me just see. I have a brush actually that I could be using. Let me just see here real quick. There you go. Okay. I hope you guys are going to be able to see all of this. <laughs> You guys, I am trying these different tools and every time I do, I just like screw it up. Just bear with me real quick. All right. We're going to open up this brush one more time. <laughs> All right. We've got the arrow. So the first thing I want to talk about uh, for you guys is going to be Mercury because uh, truly this is going to be a time where uh, Mercury is opening up very important, you know, conversations in regards to your commitments and loyalty and intimacy and trust, which is something that we're already seeing in your numerology for this month, right? So Mercury is in Taurus and it enters Taurus on April 3rd. And this is going to be in your eighth house, okay? You can see with my mouse right over here, this is your eighth house. 
and my brush isn't working just to let you know. Everybody that's listening on the podcast version, just bear with me. So Mercury is in the eighth house. The eighth house is a house that is very deep at a level because it is penetrating. It is at our deeper psyche. Something is working at our deeper psyche, psychologically, okay? So here you are having a interesting dynamic going on when Mercury enters Taurus, which it will remain here all the way until even May because Mercury is going to go retrograde this month. So Mercury and Taurus is going to conjoin Uranus. Uranus is ahead of you know, um, Mercury that you're seeing right over here. So these are new conversations. These are conversations around quality. These are conversations that have a lot to do with you understanding now what commitments are necessary, necessary and the quality that has been maybe even missing. <coughs> so sorry. It could also be about money, right? Monetary things because the eighth house can connect us to other people's resources, the way in which we're spending our money with somebody else. Okay, so this is going to be really, really important here uh, for many of you because what you're seeing is, is that this is going to be a time where it's very intentional, it's very deliberate, and the value in a particular relationship dynamic that has to do with trust that has to do with loyalty, that value is going to increase or there is a mental focus that you're going to be um, opening up to. Now, right away, on the same day, Mercury starts to square Pluto at zero degrees and hallelujah, Pluto has moved out of your fourth house for a moment. This is a big time, okay? When Pluto moves out of the fourth house after being there for such a long time, this is a celebration. This is a moment of just realizing you've gone through some hardship when it comes to your own uh, impacts in regards to family and your comfort zones, the way that you were brought up. These were big impacts, right, over the course of the last, you know, many years with Pluto transiting through that fourth house, that now you get this opportunity to reflect that the time that you're in is changing. And this time has a lot to do with you th deeply thinking about your heart, deeply thinking about protecting what brings you joy and also knowing that you're moving into a new territory and it requires for you to understand Certain situations in your life that involve your heart space, that involve fulfillment, this can tie into children, this can tie into any kind of thing that you're vibing with, the things that bring you the most life, the things that bring you the most joy. There is an understanding of a reality of the situation now where you're starting to not only reflect upon that times have changed, you know, the definition of family has changed and now there's a sense of moving on, but there's also a sense of you now leaning into a new era of your life, which has to do a lot with your heart and your fulfillment and happiness is going to change over the next 20 years. This is just the beginning. We're just sort of cracking into this for you, okay? Happiness is going to change. You are going to change with what makes you happy and you bringing more of those things, there's a deep 
sort of change that is going to occur here, which has a lot to do with where your heart really belongs. You know, for you, Libra, everything is always flipped in the chart, or for us, <laughs> if you're Libra rising, right? Everything is flipped in the chart. It's always the opposite of what everybody else could be experiencing. And so you have a very special key here. And this has to do with understanding where your heart really belongs. And there is going to be some construction that you're going to go through with that, especially in 2023, moving all the way up into 2025. So there is a understanding of that. Now, there could also be news that comes in that deal with a situation that is that feels a little bit dark or it could feel like there is a crisis and it not necessarily has anything to do with you but it's somehow connected or you're getting to know this you know issue where you have to sort of understand where the limits are where the thresholds are and you start to get this sense of it here leaning into anything i just said this first week in April is going to be important in the sense that you are understanding what you need to protect now, what foundation you have to build, even psychologically with your mindset to move forward in a more solid way. And this will also tie into Saturn, okay? Because Saturn is in your sixth house now. I'm going to hover over it with the, I don't know if you guys can see the mouse. I hope that you can see the mouse because my brush isn't working. So here is Saturn in the sixth house, right? You are going to organize your life like you've never organized it before. You're, this is a backbone type of month. You're starting to realize like if you are wanting to change your life around or do things in a way where they feel more solid, they feel real and valuable and there is a like there is a strength behind it, a resilience behind it, you got to get your shit together, okay? This is what that Saturn and Pisces is starting to communicate this month as well, all right? So moving on to the next, you are going to be experiencing that full moon in Libra, which is in your first house. This is going to bring up relationship dynamics that you have to reconsider things, um, how they impact you. Um, freeing yourself this month is going to be really important, okay? That keyword is really important, you know, freeing yourself from any kind of trust issues, any kind of issues that have to do with, you know, you holding yourself back. This is really ultimately what this is about. And there is a part of you that cannot worry about certain relationship dynamics anymore. You have to sort of step into a new picture, becoming a little bit more courageous about opening up to where you're at, opening up to what it is that you are wanting most off from yourself and what is trying to come through, okay? There is a part of you that's trying to come through because you have sort of, you know, maybe played it safe, especially in the last two to three years. There's something that's trying to come through and that is going to be a big highlight. I am going to be doing a full moon in Libra um, horoscope. We're going to dive much deeper into it. I want you to go back and watch that. That video is going to be out um, uh, in, a, in the next couple of days after this video. So make sure you go into the description box below and I will always, you know, post it um, as well on the community board. So, all right, you guys. Now, moving on, Venus enters Gemini. This is where the relationship stuff starts to um, get really interesting because this is going to be uh, for you in, you know, Gemini is your ninth house. So this is going to open up conversations about 
you doing things now that you've been wanting to do that start to connect you into other points of views or people with other points of views. You know, this is about like, let me live a little bit. Okay. This is about travel too. There could be conversations around travel that starts to come up that find you because Venus is something that brings it to you. It's not necessarily something that is going to, um, you know, you take the action for it, but it brings sort of a situation, exciting situation. It could be also a social situation where, you know, you are like, let's go, let's go do this thing. Let's go travel. Let's go connect to some of the people out there that are new or situations out there that are new. And really this means that you just staying open this month to doing things very differently and letting yourself, you know, kind of live a little bit. That is going to be the most important that I'm seeing for you. You know, that is sort of a a breath of fresh air that is coming through because that's also just real quick mention that Mars was in your ninth house, okay, for seven freaking months. This was a long time, a long time focusing on the bigger picture, focusing on the bigger picture, focusing on a new version of how you want to portray yourself. And that ties into that with that full moon as well, right? And so there's a part of you that is going to start to connect the clues because Venus enters Gemini. This is connecting the dots. This is connecting everything, okay, of of the stuff that you've been working on. Now, what's so beautiful is, is that Venus enters Gemini and immediately trines Pluto at zero degrees. This is going to be a renewal energy and it has to do with relationships. Again, what I said in the very beginning, your numerology is 33. This is you giving a whole new level of trust to a situation and someone in your life. There's a potential new relationship energy that comes through here as well. And you are able to open up like you have never before because this is new because of Pluto now being at zero. This is a new territory you're diving into. And so there's sort of an intelligent way to go about it. There's an intelligent plan to the situation that involves sort of you communicating, you responding to it, you being able to open up to it. Any interactions are potent because there is a heartfelt sort of connection that is expanding your mind, okay? This can also have to do with you further publishing um, any kind of content or anything that you have been working on and it connects you to the people out there. This is a really great energy if you're wanting to kind of start to publish something put it out there, connect to other people, and you get really good sort of feedback from this, okay? And this is a really new territory. You're still maybe going to feel like you have to play it safe, but it's the beginning of it, okay? Now, let's talk about Jupiter's big move. The Sun-Jupiter conjunction at 21. This is your seventh house, a new dynamic that opens you up to a new goal, and growth period in your relationships, because this is going to be happening in your seventh house. That is where the sun is going to be at with Jupiter at 21 degrees in Aries. This is a beautiful energy. This is energy on steroids, okay? There's a forward movement. Something is moving you forward. Something is making you feel like you have the support. There's a support that is behind this relationship dynamic, the goals or the business partnership, the seventh house isn't just marriage, okay? The seventh house is any kind of bond that you have to other people. There could be an incoming support that you didn't expect, 
that is a really beautiful experience here. And 21 is a number of expansion. It makes something bigger, right? It is the future that you are living into. That is 21 degrees, okay? Every time we see the two and the one, this is you living into a whole new goal, a whole new vision, which can be so exciting, okay? This is an exciting time for many of you, and that's what I'm seeing here. Now, the last quarter moon is really important to pay attention to. Why is that? Because we have Pluto that has moved out of the fourth house. And this last quarter moon, and this a particular cycle is making you kind of reflect on to stuff that has happened over the course of the many years, especially the last like three to five years, I would say for you, um, that has changed the definition of who you are. You may have had to deal with traumas or some kind of situation in your life that, you know, it shaped you to who you are and you had to break through and this is this moment right over here where you realize that your work that you may have even doubted at times is paying off. 23 is the royal um, star <clears throat> of the lion, I believe that's how you call it in English. That is a number of knowledge, okay? This is a number where you're starting to realize what is becoming loose now, that thing that used to hold so much power over you it's becoming loose you're it's not part of you anymore you're just letting this thing go okay and there is a sense that you are equipped to deal with certain dynamics even though you may not know how it, exactly it's going to come through because there's a new territory that's coming into your life and things are changing relationship dynamics are changing new relationship dynamics coming in you changing as a person of uh, because of it and you realizing that you have what it takes right now to deal with that stuff. And there's sort of a sense of resilience with that, which I really, really like. And it's going to happen in your home and family section. Okay, so moving on to Venus, because Venus is making another square. Venus is in your ninth house, making a square to, you know, uh, Saturn in the sixth house. And I want to say this about this. There might be a situation here that you're going to come across that has to do with your day-to-day and it has to do with a connection to the world, has to do with a connection to other people, different minds or mindsets, because the ninth house is going to be mindsets, different ways of how people view the world. This is sort of connecting you during this time of what you should not be getting involved into, okay? There is some kind of a distraction here. It's a loveless situation. It is a situation that is spiritually off or there's a blockage and you're going to feel that and it's totally worth it to pay attention to this because it could kind of open you up to some kind of feelings of like um, this thing kind of rejecting you or it's not working out. There's this sense of like there's a breakdown with it and pay attention to this during this time because you could also feel like that, you know, there's sort of an... Um, this idea that something feels shiny, okay? Something feels really good to get into, but there's really no backbone behind it because it is going to just make you feel like you have to be obsessed with either an appearance or holding up to a particular standard because it's Venus. Venus deals with the appearance. Saturn blocks and says, you have to think about this because you've got to take responsibility for this thing. It seems like it's a really great idea, but just for the moment. 
you know that is what i'm seeing here with four degrees it's a it's a very heavily you know um sort of challenging number in the sense that it comes through in a way where it shocks you a little bit okay it throws you off a little bit that's what number four is and so you could be coming across a situation like this where you know personally you have to just sort of take a moment and really reflect and make sure that you're not investing your time into something that is going to make you feel less than in the end, okay? Now, April 21st, Mercury begins the retrograde phase. This is going to be in the eighth house. This is going to be about making sure you get your ducks in a row when it comes to money, when it comes to money that is shared with you and somebody else, supporting yourself properly, okay, because this is also where the North Node is at. The North Node is finishing up its transit here. You want to make sure that during this time, you understand the ins and outs of money, how to back yourself, how to trust, how to, you know, create this sense of a strong backbone, because that is what 33 is all about. And 33 is also about like, you know, the expectations are changing now. And the standards of those expectations are changing. And you having to trust in a bigger way, this is going to be huge because your mind is going to be working on these types of things. We're going to talk more about that, of course, later in this month. Um, that's what I'm seeing here uh, from, from many of you. There is going to be an eclipse that is going to start, you know, eclipse season for the Aries Libra you know, access. This is going to be huge, obviously, for you guys. We're going to talk more in depth in a separate video about this. And that is what I'm seeing here for you guys. Now, I'm going to quickly draw a tarot card. Let me just change my screen. I'm going to draw a tarot card and just kind of finish up this reading for uh, today. And let me know how this month is unfolding, you guys. You know, I always love hearing from you guys. Okay, five of wands. There's a lot of movement this month. There's a lot that needs to get done. There's a lot to consider this month. And you need to make sure, this is what the message is with the five of wands. It never fails. It never fails with the five of wands. You got to pay attention to your body this month, okay? You have to pay attention to making sure you get the proper sleep, making sure you go do that workout, making sure you sweat. I know it sounds weird, but the five of wands, every single time I draw this card, this is a message about making sure you're... you're you are giving the energy back of whatever energy you're putting out. This is huge, okay? So if you need to go to a sauna, if you need to go work out, this is the month to really pay attention to it because it's going to fuel you. It's going to give you that energy that you need. Let's take a look at the bottom of the deck. Why is this so important? Yeah, because otherwise you're going to feel like you are working against yourself. You see, you got to release the energy this month and that is what's going to be really most important. And that's what I'm seeing here for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed today's report. Share this with anyone who you feel like is going to benefit from this. Okay. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I love seeing all the new, you know, subscribers. Say hi. Don't be shy. And I'm going to see you in the next episode. Bye.